Welcome to the MEFG Global Markets FX Week Ahead podcast with Derek Halpany, Head of Research, Global Markets EMEA and International Securities. It's Friday 8th December 2023 and in this week's podcast Derek will be talking about the yen move, whether the BOJ will hike rates this month and what lies ahead for the yen. The following podcast is intended for professional investors and eligible counterparties only and not for retail clients. Any content should not be regarded as an offer to conduct investment business or an investment recommendation, but for information purposes only. Hi Derek, great to speak to you today. And you, Nasnina. So Derek, after some big moves, mainly weaker for the US dollar in November, we've started off December with some reversal against most G10 currencies. I say most because, of course, we've had a big move lower in USD yen this week. What do you think this means going forward for the yen? Yes, indeed, a a very big move, Naslina. And I think in part, this is certainly triggered by some uh, some speeches from the BOJ. I say speeches because, you know, the, the reaction came yesterday after... BOJ Governor Ueda's comments to the Diet uh, in presenting his semi-annual report. And that, of course, was important. He, he, he spoke about the, the challenges of managing monetary policy uh, into year-end and next year. So referencing into year-end got the markets excited over the potential for a rate hike at the meeting on the 19th of of December. But he did reference quite a lot, you know, being cautious about the views on inflation and whether inflation was becoming sustainable. Um, So he was quite careful and I think quite balanced in his comments. But I think in the context of the speech from the day before on Wednesday from Deputy Governor um, Himino, uh, when there was very little reaction, but in fact, his speech was pretty significant, I think. And indeed, the translation of his speech is, the English translation is on the BOJ website now. And, you know, he lays out the scenario of lifting rates out of negative territory. And he gives a reasonably positive spin on the outcome for the household sector, for the corporate sector, and for financial institutions. Uh, and I think that uh, in in uh, in combination with um, Uedu's speech yesterday in the diet uh, has, has kind of sparked speculation on, uh, on a rate hike. We don't think they'll hike on the 19th of December. We still think it's premature. I go back, I reference what I've mentioned on Uweda's caution uh, in the diet yesterday. Um, so I think that's still a bit aggressive and, and we still hold for uh, a hike in January. Um, but I think in in, in addition to, to those triggers for yen strength, I think we have to also acknowledge that the yen was due this kind of correction. Um, it was lagging behind the broader dollar move. Dollar yen was lagging behind the broader dollar move in terms of the drop that we had in November. Uh, and I think in the context of what's driven the yen weaker over the last, well, two years, basically, i.e. the, the, the global inflation shock and the, the global surge in yields on the back of that, that's now clearly reversing. Obviously, we've had a big drop in yields. And I think in terms of the context of the, the bigger macro, global macro change, uh, I think we were always due the potential for Dalian to, to drop more sharply. And surprisingly, even in the circumstances of what's happened of late in terms of falling inflation and falling yields, 
um, the, the positioning data has shown an actual increase in short positioning uh, held by by leveraged funds. Indeed, the latest data shows the largest yen short position since May of last year, when dollar yen was on its way higher, trading at around 130. So that to me was pretty surprising. And that kind of resilience in, in terms of holding yen short positions now seems to have given way. And uh, we, we've had this, uh, we've had this kind of outperformance. Um, what it means going forward, obviously, in the context of what happens next week, we, we'll see. But then, you know, if obviously the, the BOJ don't hike on the nineteenth of December, um, yeah, maybe we get some correction weaker. But I think the weight of positioning and the scale of the move that we've had this this week, I think, is is pretty significant and. I think we may look back at this week as a possible turning point in that trend of yen weakness as the global inflation shock subsides. And ahead of that BOJ meeting, you have a busy week next week with the Fed, ECB and Bank of England meeting as well as the SMB and the Norges Bank. How do you think these meetings will play out next week and what will be the FX implications? Yeah, very busy week, Nasnina ahead and I briefly mentioned that in the context of, of dollar yen um you know I think it, you read every assessment of what's possibly going to happen next week and I would tend to agree with it I think the likelihood is that there's going to be an attempt to push back on the scale of easing that's been priced into the markets for next year the Fed will be up first uh, in terms of you know, the Fed, ECB, and the Bank of England being the, the key three meetings. Um, and we, we had the payroll support today. It was maybe slightly on the stronger side of expectations, 199,000 increase. Um, perhaps the unemployment rate dropping from 3.9 to 3.7 on the back of a very large increase in employment in the household survey was the the, the kind of element of strength within the report, but all in probably enough for the Fed and for Powell to push back on, you know, what, well, there was 120 basis points priced for in terms of cuts. That's come back a bit now. Um, and, and the Fed will probably want to be cautious on on signaling that, that extent of easing and, you know, may well reference the, the potential need to hike rates again. That's a close call. I think also the dots profile will be updated. That will be important in terms of guidance. Um, 50 basis points of cuts was in the dots in September. Of course, the Fed have cut by, or sorry, they've raised rates by one less than what they were telling the markets in September. So if they just roll forward, the, the level will come down, but they could still keep 50 basis points as being the total for easing uh, in 2024. The bias would be that they add one in, um, given inflation forecasts are likely to be cut. But of course, then that makes pushing back on rate cuts a bit more difficult if they add in another dot. So it's a close call, but I think all in, Powell will try and push back to some degree. But again, you have to acknowledge the, the reality. And certainly in the context of the ECB, you know, Lagarde is in a more difficult position Um for pushing back on what's priced into the market, even though the, the 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 euro curve is priced for more cuts than what the US has priced, the macro backdrop in in the eurozone is is a lot weaker, and inflation is coming down faster. And um, in that sense, Lagarde has a more difficult job next week in pushing back on market expectations than say uh, Powell does, and and that 
certainly gives possibly euro dollar some further downward bias and um, we've you know we got up into the 110s and we've now corrected back to you know 107 and a half and you know based on on next week we, we could see a further move to the downside and maybe a, a broader dollar pickup but um uh, you know that that really depends on how forceful Powell is in terms of pushing back on on rate cuts for next year and we know from previous discussions that global market research is running a short USD yen trade recommendation. Are you still running that? Yes, uh, indeed. We 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 had quite a a, a low uh, take profit level uh, relative to where we opened that trade uh, at one forty three. But of course, given the move that we've had this week, that profit target was actually hit. So. Uh, we've we've closed out of that position, but you know we still we still feel being long the yen is 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 the good kind of trade strategy. I did mention earlier there is a chance the yen could retrace somewhat given the scale of strength this week, but I think the the weight of positioning is such, and I think there are still large yen short positions in the market. And given the, the move that we've had, I think the appetite to cut positions on any rally would be uh, would be quite significant. So uh, instead of uh, short um, US dollar, we, we've switched that to short euro. Uh, so short euro yen um, trade view is, is, is what we have on now. And again, going back to what I said about the central banks next week, you know, if, if Lagarde has a tougher task in pushing back on rate cut expectations, or indeed, is there's a sense in the market that she's not pushing back um, in in any kind of aggressive way, maybe compared to what Powell might do, then you know you could see some further downward pressure on on uh, on the euro dollar, and um, that's along with the yen remaining um, on a stronger footing. I think could see euro yen correct further lower. You know, euro yen got into the one sixties. You know, 170 was the high before the global financial crisis back in 2008. So, you know, we're at pretty extreme levels for euro yen as well. And uh, we could see that correct further going forward from here. Great. Thanks for that, Derek. We look forward to hearing from you again next time. Indeed. Thanks, Mesnina. Thank you for listening to this MUFG Global Markets Podcast. Rate, review and subscribe and contact your MUFG sales rep for more information. Come back next week for more insights from the Global Markets Research Team.